begins with this gate drop. Sorry, guys, getting uh, getting the uh, audio straightened out right now. Looks like it's. I'm going to have to once again carry the podcast like I used to do way back at the beginning while Jesse figures this out. I think I've got it figured out now because OBS is telling me that my audio is coming through now. So, boom, figured out. I'm not sure why that would happen because I'm in the Zoom call as well and my audio is going into the Zoom call, but whatever. Not for me to question. Um, All right, so jumping back in now that we've gone through all of that. Um, it's just par for the course in 2021, right? <laughs> Only took a whole, what, five days for it to fall apart? <laughs> so let's start off. We're going to start the show. Uh, we got our first Say Your Piece request <clears throat> on the website, and it was uh, from, uh, from my man Doug. Doug wants me to, um, every time... I say or mention, and I'm not going to do it for this one because he's not part of the uh, the main course. But every time he, every time I mention Jet Lawrence, I have to yep or do something like that. I I've got to <laughs> do some sort of a a tick yep for every time I mention uh, Jet Lawrence yep. So uh, I'm actually going to continue that on into future uh, podcasts, just so you know, Doug. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what the Say Your Piece is, um, it is a new function on our website where you can go over there. You, it's a, a $5 basically donation. You can make me say whatever you want on the podcast, and I am holding myself to it as long as it is uh, PG-13 or less I will read it live on the air so uh you know try to try to keep it semi family friendly but uh you know be creative at the same time well anyways there's some other stuff going on in uh motocross and supercross Steve I don't know if you heard or not but it seems like NBC is taking a step back from Supercross. So, uh, I have I heard a little bit about that. I guess they're going to be streaming them on uh, Peacock now. Yeah. So I already I already got my. Um, it's actually it seems like it's a little bit cheaper if I recall correctly. I want to say it was like four ninety nine a month for the Peacock streaming services, and um, you'll get the live stream of supercross plus on demand replays as well which um that's pretty cool uh it does make me question why uh nbc decided to drop supercross but so they haven't dropped them completely yet it looks like uh they're both going to be according to this that came out three days ago <laughs> nbc sports and peacock will offer the off-road motorcycle racing community, extensive live and commercial-free Supercross and Pro-Motorcross coverage on Peacock Premium. Oh. Gotcha. Well, anyways, they dropped it from NBC Gold, so if you had an NBC Gold um, uh, 
membership and that's where you watch your motocross and supercross it will not be there this year it'll be on peacock.com you can go over there get your premium uh subscription you can watch all the races over there um and they finally dropped the tv schedule um right around i think it was within an hour or so of them saying that they were moving everything over to peacock um so the tv schedule is now officially out um which everybody was very very happy about because i don't know i i think i was looking for the tv schedule more or less as a confirmation that the season was actually happening <laughs> until yeah no i definitely <laughs> it was uh it was just that kind of like big like you know you knew up until that point there was a chance that something could go wrong hey we're gonna delay it you know i know there's already talks about the first race in the f1 season actually being postponed so i mean we're not completely out of the woods with all this yet so getting the actual tv schedule released and out it's just it was that little bit of reassurance that right now everything looks good we're gonna get super cross on time yeah, it was like uh, pretty much a stamp of approval. Like they've they've actually you know put their money where their mouth is, so we can be assured at least for now that Supercross will be um, will be going. Um, in other news, I know we were talking a little bit before the uh, the stream. Brap sauce is out. Brap, brap sauce. It's funny because I actually just got uh, an email today confirming my shipment is on the way of my wrap sauce. So um, you guys are going to get me in so much between you and Bro Taco Foods. You guys are going to get me in so much trouble with the amount of hot sauce I keep ordering (laughs) because I have already promised the fiance that I would take it easy on buying hot sauces because I've got a collection of like 30 and uh, and then suddenly Brotaco comes along and has all these great hot sauces and I just keep ordering them. And I was like, after the last time, I was like, all right, no more. These, is it. these are the last two. And then he drops the brap and I can't obviously not buy that particular hot sauce. So <laughs> yeah. I just, after this one, after this one, I'm going to take it easy. You can take it easy after this one, but man, this one is totally worth it. Like mine came in, I don't know. I think it was four or five days ago now, and I've gone through like half the bottle already. It is so good. It's like halfway between a hot sauce and a barbecue sauce. It's sweet. It's if you like spicy stuff, like if you like that tingling of the heat in your mouth, um, giggity. Uh, this is the hot sauce. It's <laughs> it's a very it's it's a an awesome hot sauce. So if you haven't ordered it already. I know a lot of you already have that um, that keep up with Power to the Ground. So um, if you jump over to brotacofoods.com, you can use the, the coupon code, like the spot said, get 20% off. Um, and especially try the, the brap sauce. It's so, so good. Um, so before we jump into everything, Steve, uh, I wanted to just do a, a quick catch up because... This is the first episode of 2021, and obviously a lot of stuff has happened over the past three weeks. So why don't you give me a little rundown about what you're seeing in the world, maybe what you're what you're doing for the past few weeks while we've you know crossed over decades. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, not, it's really kind of the same as the last time we've talked. I, I've more or less started to uh, bury my head in the sand when it comes to the world being on fire and our country being on fire, almost figured uh, literally in this case, um, and just kind of getting some of my own stuff done. So not only is Step Zero um, going to be releasing my third single here in a few weeks, um, but my rock project, Bad Star Atlas, is about to hit the studio. I just actually today was finishing up the pre-pro for that. So it's very, very music heavy. Um, lots of just creative, like, you know, you're creative. So, you know, when you're, when you get that, those creative sparks, you got to like really take advantage because forcing creativity when it's not there is next to impossible. So I try to just, right now I've got momentum musically. So I'm trying to cap, you know, capitalize on that. And then, uh, you know, making sure the home base is taken care of, getting ready for school to start again. And that's that's kind of it, man. Just uh, pretty much just making things happen as much as possible, especially on the music front. Keep on keeping on. With my head buried in the sand. So, <laughs> like, just ignoring the noise as much as humanly possible. And just I, I am doing definitely, my thing. Definitely on, on board with that. I have... Uh... I think it was what was it like two or three weeks ago now? I think maybe two weeks. I I deleted um all the social media apps off of my phone just so that I could I don't know get my head my head right, especially during the holidays. Um you know Yeah, I, I mean I did the same thing. Yeah. Um for me, I mean I've I'm pretty much just uh working, working on power to the ground, working on Nova Pro Media. Um, I am officially now a COVID survivor. Um, congratulations. Expect those t-shirts to be printed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm still in quarantine. Uh, I did test positive for COVID, um, on Saturday. I believe it started last week. But other than that, I've just been chilling at the home base, um, doing my thing, waiting for Supercross to get here, um, and it's it's rapidly approaching, and I can't wait. Cannot. Yeah, wait. that's it's really exciting, and you know, for me actually, I've really kind of jumped back into my love of all different forms of racing more recently. Um, you know, obviously anything on two wheels has always been a huge, I, I've talked to you about, you know, MotoGP and all that. Um, but even just F1 and uh, rally racing is something huge. I'm not a NASCAR fan at all, but uh, it was just coming up on that time of year where racing in general is just kind of kicking into full swing. So we've got F1 kind of looming around the corner and MotoGP is going to be coming up before we know it. And obviously the Supercross season is going to be in full view here and, and you know, couple weeks so like if you are a racing fan at all if you're if you're like me and you just really enjoy all sorts of racing like this is your favorite time of year coming up yeah uh i think uh doug would agree with you on that one because doug hits me up about all the the races and stuff that he's going to be at over the next few months and um probably have something to say about that in the next coming weeks um regarding doug uh making appearances on the podcast and such, but uh, I won't speak out of turn on that. I'll hammer out the details before I, uh, you know, 
hogtie him live on this podcast right now. So you fire me, and now you're going to hire Douglas. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, so let's jump into this. Let's uh, let's talk Supercross and specifically Tomac in Supercross. Now you came up with this brilliant idea um, earlier, and you said, "Let's come up with three riders each, and uh, that we think could play spoilers on his championship hopes." And uh, I thought that was a great idea. I will one up you on that, and I'll give a little bit of um, structure. We'll start from least likely to most likely, and we'll go back yeah, and I was forth. Thinking. Back and forth, three, two, one. All right. Do um, you want me to start? Let's let's start. What do you think? Do you think to, do do you think it is more or less likely? that Tomac will win the championship this year for the second time in a row. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good preface because I was going to preface my list with this anyway. Um, when we go through this list, yes, these are going to be the three riders I think have the best chance of spoiling the season for him. The caveat is, if you were to ask me to put money on it right now, whether or not I thought like Tomac versus the field, I actually still taking Tomac. And if for no other reason than consistency from what I was saying last year, what, which was if he wins one, it opens the floodgates. <laughs> um, it'd be, it'd be pretty inconsistent if I went back on that right after he won one. I mean, I know he had <clears throat> kind of a no show for like half the outdoor season. Um, last year was kind of an anomaly anyway. So I'm still thinking I'm going to take Tomac because looking at the rest of the field on any given day, any given race, I still feel like Eli is the fastest rider on the track. The pure, most talented, fastest rider. And to me, that, that trumps, you know, kind of what else is going on in the field. I will agree with you. Um, <laughs> so I, with all of my being, hope that somebody beats Tomac. Um, but if you were to ask me, uh, gun to my head, you have to put $1,000 down on one single rider to win the championship this year. That money's going on Tomac. So um, I, I would agree with you. I, I do think, before we even get into this, I think it is a greater than 50% chance that... Tomac wins the championship again this year. Um, that yeah, being said, I would agree with that. Let's go into our top three from least to greatest potential spoilers. Who you got for your number three? Uh, I'm going to do an honorable mention real quick before okay. I get to my actual number three. And that's Zach Osborne. Um, for me, he is, uh, he, he had such a phenomenal outdoor season. The reason he's not in my top three, one, because I think the other three are more likely, but also uh, got to see him translated to Supercross before I start putting eggs in his basket. But if he, if he rides anything like he did in the outdoor season, then I will, um, I can amend that <laughs> at a later <laughs> date. But so he's my honorable mention. I gave him some serious consideration. Um, but my number three, my actual number three is going to be Adam Santarulo. Uh I think when he's been healthy, 
he has shown that he is one of those fastest the fastest guys out there he obviously comes from you know a championship background as far as the 250s go dude knows how to win and it seemed like he was really starting to get a handle on that 450 over the course of the past year and uh i, I think if he continues to take the steps he has, if he stagnates i don't think he wins i think if he stays where he's at i don't think he wins at all you know, he might win a race or two uh but if he continues to take steps forward, like he's shown he can do, uh, he could absolutely be one of the guys that gives Eli a run for his money. He's, he's got the speed. He just needs the consistency now. So, uh, Steve and I did not talk about these lists before we started. Literally just said, hey, pick three and we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Watch us end up with the same three. <laughs> I will go into my number three, and it is Adam Cianci Rulo. And... I 100% agree uh, that Adam Ciancerulo could be one of those um, spoilers if, and only if, he can stay on two wheels. Um, that's his, uh, his to this point on 450s, that's been his downfall, is when, when he is able to, um, to make less mistakes he does well and then um unfortunately when he's doing well he tends to make big mistakes that kind of end things poorly so uh that's my number three is Cianci Rulo if he can stay upright and actually that pretty much sums up all three of my picks to be totally honest but who's your number two yeah uh I, I mean well, I think my number one is going to be a little bit different explanation, but number two is very much the same idea. My number two is Ken Roxon. Okay. Um, so I think Roxon was on his way back to the Roxon that we knew from last year somewhat um, before the, the COVID break, we'll call it. And he really just wasn't the same once they came back. I, I think he had kind of mailed it in once they got into Salt Lake. Um, Speaking of COVID. The, the, the biggest question for Roxon, for me, is uh, not even whether or not he can stay healthy. I mean, that's that's kind of been a question for him lately anyway. Um, but I think, can he, is his mind right? I think the biggest thing that's held Ken Roxon back recently has been his mind. And uh, he just hasn't had that kind of killer attitude uh, He's just missing that that Ken Roxon we knew before his big injuries. Uh, it, he flashed a little bit last year, but when he flashed, um, he looked great. It just wasn't a consistent killer instinct. So uh, if he can get back to being the Ken Roxon we all know, he's shown that he can keep up with Tomek. He was still you know, very much in contention for that championship before the break. Uh, I, I think he absolutely can win one. All right, all right. So my number two is Webb. My number two is Cooper Webb. Uh, he's coming back. I think it's hard for me to count this guy out most of the time uh, if he's healthy. Uh, mostly for, for anybody out there who is a Dragon Ball Z fan, whenever I see Webb and Tomac in the same straightaway, the first thing that I think of is Vegeta and Goku fighting against one another. Um, 
Tomac being Vegeta and Webb being Goku. Uh, Webb has this just ability to just rise to the occasion. Nope, I think it's the I think it's the exact opposite. I think Webb is the one who is able to propel himself to another level when facing against somebody who is a, a greater adversary than he is. Okay, I, so I see what you're saying. Um, I agree. I did. The reason I, I was going to swap them is because it feels to me like Tomek is the one that's already at like a certain power level. And, you know, Webb is the one that's like, no, there's no way I'm going to let you surpass me. And he has that, finds that weird inner drive. And that's exactly what Vegeta would do, right? Like, there's no way Goku goes Super Saiyan without me. This is wonder, such an awesome analogy. I love it. I know. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how many of my listeners even know what we're talking about like, at all what? right now. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to hijack you because my number one is Cooper Webb. Okay. Um, and it's for a lot of the reasons that you talked about. I think Cooper has that, I'm going to call it a Vegeta-like ability to just dig and find a speed that even he might not have known he had, especially when he's behind Tomac. Like, it's weird. When he's in front of Tomac, you're like, all right, he's fast. He's one of the faster guys out there. We know that already. But when Tomac's up front um, – <laughs> Webb seems to find that extra gear to keep up with him or to or to push him. Um, he's really, for me, the only one that I think I can consistently say, or I can say consistently pushes Tomac and pushes himself to match Tomac. It's just, it's, and I think for that reason, uh, he's got the best chance of knocking him off. So if, uh, if there weren't one, uh, appearance on a broadcast over the summer, I would totally agree with you. Because my number one is Ken Roxon. And the reason my number one is Ken Roxon is exactly what you said, if he's got his mind right. If he's got his mind right. Now, Ken took the, the outdoor season off, and he made an appearance on an outdoor broadcast, where in that broadcast, he specifically talked about how he just flat out got away from the sport for a little bit and um, got to the point where <clears throat> he was so far outside of it that he was craving to get back into it. And that was, he said that this, this is kind of the first time in a long time where he's felt passionate about going racing again. And um, that could have been a line Absolutely. Yeah, I think Ken knows what to say and when to say it. So you're right, could be. But the way that he said it and the look that he had on his face during that interview, I do not believe that that was a line. It sounded and looked authentic to me. And I'm looking forward to Ken Roxon coming back after taking an entire summer off, just ready to kick some ass. Okay, so here's a question for you then. Since we we actually had the exact same top three, we just swapped one and two. Yeah. This might be why we swapped one and two. If Ken's got his mind right and Cooper stays healthy and is able to push himself, who do you think is the faster rider? I think Ken Roxon overall is a more talented rider than Cooper Webb. I agree I that he's more talented. I think Cooper has a has more of an ability to push himself beyond his limits. And I think Ken is going to be – if you have to push Ken to his 
limits and push him outside of his comfort zone, which Cooper is really good at doing and Eli's really good at doing, I think that's where the doubt is going to creep in. On a regular day, Ken might be fired up and he might be just cruising. If he gets a hole shot, he's probably gone, right? That's He's some, really, really good at just leading from the front. Well, what happens if he's second and Tomac's in front and Webb's third and Webb's just pushing him and he's trying to get him around and maybe he can't do it and now Ken's kind of pushing outside his comfort zone. Um, I think that's where Ken's Achilles heel is going to come in and that's why I put Cooper still number one. But I do agree with most of your assessment of Webb and Roxy. Those are all fantastic points um, and they almost, <laughs> they almost make me want to change my mind but I think because... Um, I think because we haven't seen Roxon, like we've seen a lesser version of Roxon going back all the way to when he first broke his, his, the first time he broke his arm. Um, and we've seen different levels of a lesser version of Roxon. So really I have to, I have to see which Roxon shows up. Is it the Roxon from before the arm? Well, we'll never we'll never get the Roxon from before the arm the first arm break, but right. um, you know, do, will we get a a version of Roxon that is not what we would call a lesser version of Roxon? Um, and I th I think that's really the determining factor for me. I can't. I, I mean, I think that's a, it's a great point. And yeah, I think on just pure, pure natural, you know, raw talent, Roxon's the better rider overall. I just don't know that he has that same it factor that Webb does, especially now. I, I mean, if you're talking three years before, you know, four years ago before the injury, absolutely Roxon had it. There's a reason he just showed up as a rookie and started showing everybody who he was. <laughs> uh, he had that it factor. Uh, I think that has dwindled a little bit now if he can get it back maybe you're right but um webb just has that he just has that weird ability to just find like you know sixth gear seventh gear eighth gear like where is this coming from how is webb pushing this fast because he was just getting smoked you know right all right last topic before we move on <clears throat> um how many and i if anybody is out there listening to this just type in Type in a number into the comment section. How many main event winners do you think we have this season? Out of 17 rounds. Seven, all right, 17 rounds. I kind of want to do just... I. It, <coughs> who do you think is going to win one, right? Can, can, are we doing this? Like, we're just gonna, are we going to go through this real quick? Is that let's, what we're doing? Let's go through it. Let's go all through right. it. Tomac's going to win one. Got it. Webb's going to win one. Got it. I think Ciancerulo wins one. I think Roxanne wins one. I think Osborne gets one. Who am I missing? Who you got? I'll throw, I'll throw a six. I think Sexton wins one. I I agree. I agree. I think Sexton can take one. Uh, don't forget Marv's back. Oh, Marvin is back. Marv might be able to steal one. I don't think Marv makes it. I don't think he makes as much of a splash as I would like him to. In fact, I've thrown in the towel on Marvin Muskin at this point. I'm sorry to say. I, sorry, <laughs> Marv. I'm sorry. Um, but I think he can. I think he can. He can steal one. You think he'll steal one? Um, there's no Anaheim, so there's no Barsha win. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think. I think six, seven, maybe seven. 
I, so, all right. So the over under is six and a half, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the under. I'm probably going to stick with six. Um, but I think seven is totally reasonable. Oh, uh, Doug says five. Right. Yeah, no, Doug just reminded me uh, Sexton Sexton separated his shoulder. So. Right. And there's uh, apparently rumors are that AC is going to miss round one, but it's not definite yet. I feel like he's probably going to. If he yeah, can, he's going to race. You know, He's going to push. Yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of news coming out um, over the next week, going into well, round one. Um, makes for a lot of content on the next podcast. Yeah, it'll right? make a lot for, for a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think you can make a case for easily six winners. Yeah. Out of the seventeen uh, races for sure. Doug saying five, but with that being said, let's go in and see life. see if we got any uh, questions and comments. Um. Yep. So I covered the. Uh, oh, so Doug's Doug's three was uh, fairly similar. Doug's three was Ken Roxon. Two was Zach uh, Osborne, uh, which I can't argue with because he was my honorable mention. And then his number one was Webb as well. So he agrees with me as far as the Webb stuff goes. Got it. Um, but again, pretty similar. I think you know we're starting to see that 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 same trend of like we know which riders are going to be really pushing Tomac. Uh, the question is, you know, has he broken through his mental stuff or is it still there? Right. Yeah, that is the ultimate question. Because um, it didn't, the especially at the end when we got into Salt Lake City, it didn't seem like he, like the, the mental stuff was a thing at all for him. Um. So, yeah, we'll definitely see because now it, it's more of a – it's it's still a little bit different. It's still a little bit COVID-fied right now because there's you know, multiple rounds in a single place. Yeah, but, it's no Anaheim. It's just, right. it's just weird. That's, yeah. I think that's going <laughs> to – we're starting the Super Press season, and it's not Anaheim. Right. Long, you know? Well, I mean, everybody's leaving California. Nobody wants to go in there. Right. <laughs> right, right. So – it will be weird, um, you know, having somebody other than Barsha win round one. But um, I'm I'm pretty happy. There's some some new tracks on the on the lineup that I'm pretty excited to see. Um, I think. Well, I'm not gonna say for sure. I think you and I were making a plan to maybe go out to uh, a round of this. Um, but we can talk more about that offline. Um, all right, so that's what we got for uh, for questions and comments. Um, there's just a few more things that I want to cover before we get out of here, Steve. We're almost done, man. That's it. Nice, nice, quick and easy today, man. Quick that's, and easy. Wait, it, this is the this is the pullback before we start launching into some stuff, and you know, and you really go with it because Supercross is right around the corner. So yeah. So uh, ease into 2021, man. Don't try to don't try to push too hard because yeah. it's it might push back. Somebody, so yeah, so he <laughs> said the other day it's not it's not January 7th, 2021. It's December 36th, 2020. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, just a, a couple updates. So Pickums are coming back for Supercross. Um, I have decided to keep them free. Uh, for the time being, 
uh, mostly because of legal reasons that I won't get into on the uh, podcast here. But Pick'ems are back. The races are all listed on there. Um, do not go and do your picks yet because I haven't updated the riders. The reason I haven't updated the riders yet is because the official entries for round one have not yet been uh, completely filled out. So we don't even know all the riders that are actually entered for round one yet. Um, so as soon as those entries get finalized for round one, I'll update the, the uh, riders list on the Pick'ems page so you guys can all go in there and uh, do your Pick'ems for round one. Uh, just keep an eye on the Talkamex forum and the Facebook page for updates when all of that is ready. Uh, we're doing a big-ass trophy. That is what is decided. Um, I've already picked out the trophy. It looks so cool. I will post a picture of the trophy as soon as I get it, as soon as it gets shipped. Um... The winner, whoever scores the most points for the entire Supercross season on the Pick'ems will win the trophy plus $500. So so it's not who wins the most weeks, it's overall points? Overall points. The, the, the most points for the entire Supercross season wins the... Uh, wins the trophy plus $500. So if you're listening to this uh, audio, if you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you keep an eye on the uh, TalkMX forum if you're a member on the the um, website or the Facebook page if, if you follow us on Facebook. Um, if you don't do either of those things, then head over to powerthenumber2theground.com and become a member and jump over to the TalkMX forum. Um where there's actually been quite a bit of stuff going on. Um, we're, we're at like, it's like almost 250 members on the website now, which is pretty awesome. Um, pretty good number. It is. I agree. I agree. Um, and then uh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention was the, uh, the Say Your Peace again. Like... Uh, like Doug did where he wanted me to talk about uh, Jet Lawrence yeah! and um, make a funny noise every time I mention Jet Lawrence. Yeah! So uh, that's about that's about all I got, Steve. You got anything else, man? No, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm excited. And, uh, you know, while I won't be here live every week with you, um, you know, I'll definitely – Look forward to the next time I get a chance to kind of jump on and talk about what's going on. It'll be fun to uh, look back at these, some of these predictions and, you know, things we're talking about like halfway through the season or, you know, or, or beyond that and see just how wrong we all were. That's, <laughs> you know, prediction, all predictions go wrong or your money back, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of how it works. Exactly. Um, but no, that, I think that was pretty much it. Thanks for having me on again. And, uh, you know, Doug, hi. Good to see you again, bud. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, definitely look forward to the next time. And, uh, you know, for you, keep up keep up the, the awesome work you're doing here at Power to the Ground, man. It's, uh, it's fun It's fun to watch it grow as uh, even from the outside, you know. Um, it's cool to see that it's still moving, so. Thanks, brother. 
Yeah, we'll definitely have you back uh, soon. Hopefully we can um, hopefully we can get you in for a maybe maybe a couch cross or two during the season. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. let's let's pick one that we uh, that we think could work. And, cool, man. Uh, let's do it. I'm I'm in for that. I know Doug will be in for that. Doug loved that. Doug, Doug loved the one time we did couch cross. Actually, <laughs> he still brings it up. Right? He brings it up. He's not the only one either. Like Austin brings it up every once in a while. Sean, um, Sean Pfeiffer brings it up every once in a while. Well, you know, I, COVID. actually, this is probably going to be the season to do it because now that everything's been shifting to online Zoom meetings and everything, why not? you know shift your your motocross and supercross watching to the same thing so the idea you know what it was we were too early we were we were ahead of, ahead of the, we were ahead of our times yeah <laughs> <laughs> doug make couch, couch cross, cross get great again <laughs> that's that amazing. was a lot of fun so it I, was even if uh <laughs> even if it's every once in a while i'd definitely be in uh down to to do that with you for sure sweet sweet yeah we'll definitely we'll hook it up We'll let everybody know when that's happening so that they can uh, they can plan accordingly to get on the live stream and watch watch some supercross with us. Um, but that's all I got, man. That's all I got. That's num- that's episode fifty two in the bag. Steve, thanks for jumping on with me. Really appreciate it. And for having me uh, at step zero on Instagram, step underscore zero, the O is a zero, and at Bad Star Atlas on both Facebook and Instagram for all of my musical endeavors. And you'll get sneak peeks of it here on the podcast, guaranteed Jesse, as well. Jesse has exclusive rights to <laughs> sneak previews <laughs> and pre releases. Yes. Exclusives. Yes. So. That is it for episode 52. Thank you, everybody who is on the live stream and to all of you listening to us out on your podcast platform of choice. Um, thanks for tuning in. This is the beginning of 2021. Supercross is almost here. We're, we'll be back. We'll see you next week on Thursday, 7 p.m. for the Facebook live stream of the Power to the Ground podcast. That's episode 52. Peace. Peace.